and with the uh, ceremonial can opening, we can uh, open this podcast. This podcast being this one time at summer camp, a podcast about summer camp. My name's Nick. I'm joined here again, as always, with Peter. Hey, how's it going? I have a cup of coffee and I can't crack that. No, no. Can you just, like, ding the side of the mug? Oh, cheeky slurp. I like it. I like it. Feel free to give this podcast, you know, five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. I'm already out. There's like eight of them. What? <laughs> There's some random one called Castro that we're on. Oh yeah, make sure you rate us well on Castro. Yeah, whatever that is. Also, something that's been on my mind lately is uh, the spelling of counsellor. <laughs> oh yeah? Because in America they spell it with one L. In like the UK and I believe Australia they spell it with two L's. I can't remember if I've told this story before, but when we would write letters home to the parents of the kids, I would often spell it with one L, and the person who was in charge of letters at the time would often mark me down for uh, spelling it wrong. And I'm like, surely it lends authenticity to the fact that, you know, I'm an international staff member. But then maybe they would just think I'm an idiot and spelling stuff wrong. This is the second time you've uh, described writing your letters to the parents that way. And in my mind, you're writing these letters. Just everything is about authenticity to how English you are. You know, you write, Dear Governor and Governess. How's all this, say? Eh? All right, lads, what's going on? Um, <laughs> you're yeah. the right little boy. And the reason I bring it up is because on the various places where I've written about stuff uh, for the podcast online... I believe I've just mixed the two spellings, and sometimes it's double L, sometimes it's one L, and I don't really know what to do. Cover all of your bases, just keep them guessing. Yeah. Anyway, if you have any thoughts or feelings on the spelling of the word counsellor, you can email us, this one time at summercamppod at gmail.com. Today we're going to talk about rest period. Rest period, for those of you who don't know, it's that period of the day where... Uh, often the sun is highest in the sky, meaning that it's hottest around camp. And quite often you'll take a little break, make, usually after lunchtime, just to chill out inside the cabin, have a bit of a rest, you know? That's why they call it rest period. Rest period probably comes from the fact that kids suck at drinking water. And if you have 300 kids just running around for seven hours a day, some will probably... Pu- Pass out from heat exhaustion. Yeah, and the staff too, you know. I'm pretty sure I once got heat heat stroke at camp. What's a bit of cheeky heat stroke at camp? I was, um... We were doing this capture the flag type thing where you have the flag belts from, like, flag football. I had been running around, clearly not drinking enough water. It was my first summer. And by the end of it, as we were walking over to the dining hall for lunch, I lacked the ability to form basic sentences. Like, I, I I was trying to talk to the kids as we were, like, walking over, and I my brain genuinely didn't work. I think I'd also stopped sweating, which is the sign that it's actually bad, you know? Yeah, that seems... So I drank a bunch of water, and I was like... Yeah, oh, a but... step or two before death. Yeah. Yeah, not good. But that's why rest period's useful, you know? 
And, and sometimes, if it's like a super hot day, they'll extend rest period. Oh, and nothing was more exciting. Oh, yeah, you've, uh, I was going to talk about that as well. Mm. Rest till three. Rest till three. Rest till three. So, as a counsellor, there is a certain element of you love rest period because A, you might have time off, or B, you can just kind of chill out. Usually your job's a bit easier during rest period than down at the bay. Unless you've got a terrible group of kids, in which case you're like locked in a room with them <laughs> and they're not allowed outside. In that case, it's um, probably worse. But I think the ultimate goal is to go into your cabin and everyone has a nap. Personally, never happened for me. It seems like a pipe dream. Have you ever actually had everyone sleep during a rest hour? This is funny because I've forgotten about this story. I once had the perfect rest period, right? We had some kids doing a leadership development program that we run. And that particular summer, we only had four boys enrolled in the whole program. So there was two male counsellors uh, and then four boys. And then there was like 12 girl campers in the in the program. We were like nearly at the end of week two, maybe. We went back from rest period. My co-counsellor had time off. The boys just got into their beds and just laid down and took a nap. And I was like, if, I mean, does this mean that I too can nap? Because if all my kids are asleep, surely I can be asleep too, right? You can't have a couple of kids sleeping and then you sleep because then who's going to supervise the rest of the kids? But if all the kids are asleep, I can sleep too. And I had a nap during rest period and I, I almost cried. It was such a beautiful moment. That is actually the dream. That is beautiful. The dream is to be dreaming during rest period. It was, uh, it was, yeah, highlight of my camp career, maybe. <laughs> Getting to have a nap on time. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's like a myth uh, that you're actually allowed to sleep if all of your kids are. Look, I mean... Uh, at least at our camp, I, I definitely feel like I could have got yelled at for sleeping, even if all of my kids were, but... You should be able to. If you can achieve the goal of getting your kids to go to sleep in rest hour, you deserve a nap. Yeah, but then what happens if some of them wake up, you know? You're still asleep. I mean, it probably wasn't advisable what I did, but... The the leadership in training, they should yeah. know better. Yeah, they can take some responsibility from themselves. Some responsibility from themselves. <laughs> That's a reference to... People being unable to spell the word responsibility. Yeah, got them. Generally speaking, though, uh, my goal is to stay awake during rest period at all costs. And that is sometimes really hard to do. Yeah, I've mentioned before, you're basically a walking, running, talking zombie the entirety of camp. At any given point, I am three seconds away from being asleep. And then they have, what is it, an hour? An hour where they just... Sit you in a like a cool dark room. Yeah, <laughs> they call it rest hour, and they're like, make sure you don't go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I have absolutely had that thing where you're sitting on your bunk, watching the kids, and you just start to just like drop, like your head drops, and that wakes you up, and you're like, ah! <laughs> mm. is that? Right? <laughs> I would, uh, I would have this one thing where, um. This is a bit of a niche reference, but there's a popular TV show in the UK called The Mighty Boosh. And there's a bit in there where this 
cartoon leopard called Jahuli is uh, saying to one of the characters, you should never sleep. And that would often be a phrase that would go through my head during rest period. <laughs> have you ever heard that, Nick? I have not. Uh, I kind of want to play it for you. And he said to me, oh, you should never sleep. But yeah, that voice of, you should never sleep. <laughs> you should never sleep. That is, <laughs> that's the mantra of our rest period. Not to belabor the point too, uh, but there's also another phrase that would go through my head, which is something that you would hear kind of old Cockney men from London say, which is, uh, I'm like a shark, me, I've got to keep moving. <laughs> right? Because like, sharks always have to swim, that's a thing. So yeah, that, I was going to translate wh- that. Mm. I'm like a shark, mate. i got to keep swimming? Is that what you said? No, well, uh, you, I got to swim for such a short sentence. I feel like you, uh, yeah, didn't really know that. I'm like a shark, me. I've got to keep moving. I'm like a shark, me. Mm. I've got to keep moving. I'm like a shark, me. I'm like a sharpie. I've got to keep moving, otherwise I'll dry out. Or you could put the cap back on. Surely, uh, I mean, seeing as you're trying to belittle the point I was making. <laughs> If you were going to move a Sharpie around back and forth, surely the air would cause that to dry out even faster. No, 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 no. So, invalid metaphor. That's not how Sharpies Um, work. Yeah, that's not how analogies work, Nick. (laughs) But, much in the way that if a shark stops moving, it dies. If I stop moving, I go to sleep. So, you've got to... If you you don't lie down, you can't fall asleep, right? Hmm. I mean... I never actually have fallen asleep standing up straight. Or if you did, I don't know, you'd fall over, smack your head, and then go unconscious, which is a different kind of sleep. I reckon I've come close. Mm. I I don't know. Rest period, it kind of sucks if you're with the kids. It would be nice if you didn't have to be. (laughs) But um, sometimes you get in there and you're like, all right, guys, this is rest hour. You've all got to just chill out for an hour, and maybe the majority of them will. But most of the time, they're still buzzing. But if you are, like, trying to let them chill out on their own, I don't know, that that never seems to work. Maybe for, like, older kids. For younger kids, I feel like a, a structured game in, like, the middle of the cabin is the way to go. I would always play this car game called um, ERS, which... American listeners would probably know what that game is. I believe ERS stands for Egyptian Rat Screw. <laughs> I, I I have no idea why. I can't even comprehend why it would be called that. But Egyptian Rat Screw is kind of like Snap, or in America they call the car game War, where you know you each have. If you're playing two persons, you would each have half the deck. It flipping cards over one at a time, and like if they. If there's a pair, first one to put their hand in the middle um, gets all the cards, right? So you're trying to get all the cards. There's other rules to it. I'm not going to go through all of that. But um, something quick, you know, it's like reaction-based. So you got to focus and, and stay awake. So that would help me stay awake. And um, I won every single time. <laughs> you know you're not supposed to just beat the kids every time. Oh, but then it has no meaning when they eventually 
like do win, which I mean, I guess they never did. So there was one, one child throughout all my years at summer camp who did beat me, and he, <laughs> I had him in my cabins throughout multiple summers, and then it was one time when I was uh, admin staff and he was in teen camp, I believe, and I. I went and uh, to his cabin during rest period and like played with him and the rest of his cabin. It's a good game too because like everybody can play. You just split the deck between however many people, and like even if they get out, they can always like slap back in, you know, and just grab more cards. So it really is like the perfect game for rest period. I feel. Yeah, I, I you've kind of reminded me that I don't think I've ever had a cabin that didn't have their hands on a deck of Uno cards. Mm. And I want to say most fights and arguments I broke up throughout my entire camp career (laughs) was kids playing Uno in rest hour. Yeah. It's just one of those games that everyone has different rules and especially around like wild cards. Yeah, can you play them on top of other ones? Yeah, can you play a draw four on like a draw two or whatever and like i've I've seen a tweet from the uno company saying like you you're not allowed to put a plus four on top of a plus two and then someone responded to it to being like you don't know how to play the game (laughs) (laughs) that's not how it's done yeah it was i don't know why uno is just meant to break up friendships and families and ruin lives our camp is 20 minutes from civilization yeah. <laughs> so I remember so often, rest hour starts, you run to the car. You've got 20 minutes mm. to get to civilization, stock up on your McDonald's and your Walmart, or not even Walmart, just whatever you can get to. And so you've got 20 minutes once you arrive, and then you've got to race back in like 20 minutes. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a real Mission Impossible type thing. Yeah, and you're literally out of your car like, straight over to your activity, like, getting ready to run it. But that was the magic of Restore 3, you know? Because if you were... If you had your time off, then you would still get Restore 3, like, added to your lunch break kind of thing. Oh, um, yeah. If you've got time <clears throat> off... Uh, you're <laughs> Well, that's the thing. So if it's Restore 3 and you know you've got time off, like, you are chanting for it. I remember it used to be a thing where... um. If it was a really hot day, you'd have all of the counselors. They would get their kids together and they would just start chanting, Rest till three! Rest till three! Rest till three! And the funny thing is, does not benefit the kids at all. The kids do not want rest till three, but somehow you can convince the kids that they do want rest till three. <laughs> they love rest till three, yeah. but really you're just trying to get more time off. Uh, but I think at some point, I don't know, we started getting yelled at because... Obviously, kids don't want rest till three. <laughs> yeah. I I can't say I, I ever started that chant, you know. We would often have the person in the microphone in the dining hall come up to a counsellor and say, hey, start a rest till three chant. 
because they've decided it's Resto 3 and then that way you're not going to disappoint them by mm. being like ha lol joke it's uh, not actually happening yeah, I remember whenever we'd start that chant and they weren't going to do rest till three, they would come up to the microphone and be like, rest period will be until 2.30. Go to your cabins. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk away. Psych. So obviously when you're a counsellor, you know, you have maybe every second rest period you've got time off. Uh, when I moved up to an administration role, much like you did, that was when that was when it got great because every rest period is time off. Like sometimes there'd be some things you've got to like do and get done and whatnot in that time, but for the most part, you pretty much have every rest period off. And um, I had brought a hammock to camp uh, the summer I was admin, and there was a cluster of like pine trees just in front of where our cabins were. Mm. I remember slinging it up one day. No, sorry, I actually, I had two hammocks because I bought a brand new one. So I slung up the hammock. I slung up the second one so that someone, you know, would hang out with me. And uh, someone else, uh, Rachel or Waverly, they were like, oh, we've also got a hammock. And they slung it up. And we had four hammocks in this little cluster of trees. Mm. I remember Nick Leslie, he Amazon Primed a hammock next day delivery Mm. he joined us like the very next day (laughs) within like a week or two we had something like 12 hammocks in this cluster of trees and they didn't all fit so we were literally going like three high with these hammocks (laughs) and we started what we called like the hammock club where every rest period we would just have the entire admin staff just in hammocks all just lined up in front of our cabins Mm. and it was just it was the best of days it was the blurst of days. <laughs> but genuinely, there was just something magical about being like three hammocks high on this tree and like someone's mm-hmm. got a speaker in the middle and you've just got one hour, you're all just chilling out together, swaying in the wind, looking out over the pool. That sounds sounds magical. Rest till three. Rest till three. One of my favourite stories about rest period it was when uh, one of the people we had working in maintenance, uh, his son was at camp that week. So he decides to go in and check on his son. Just, you know, see what's up, see how he's doing, see if he needs anything or forgot anything. And he can, like, hear a bunch of noise as he's approaching the cabin. Like, it sounds like the kids are going nuts. And so he walks into the cabin and he sees the counsellor in there who's supposed to be up supervising the kids, asleep on his bed. And all the kids are kind of running right. And then all the kids see him walk in and they were just like silence and just like run to their beds, particularly his son who was like, oh no, (laughs) oh no, we've been caught. And um, he he thought he'd mess with the dude, right? Who'd like fallen asleep. Uh, So he basically wakes him up shouting at him like, what are you doing, man? These kids, they could get hurt. Like, what are you going to... just like yeah <laughs> and he's a very he's a scary guy like he's got a deep southern like drawl mm. he's a man of few words he is someone you a lot of the time you might only see him if you've broken a toilet or messed something up yeah uh, not someone you would want to annoy and 
but yeah, the councillor just absolutely shit themselves. Like, was so terrified. Um, it was funny because I was the boys' head councillor at the time, so he came up and spoke to me uh, about it afterwards, and it was like, oh man, I, I think I went too far with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should have uh, gone that hard, kind of thing. Um, because he was like worried I would be annoyed or something about it. I was like, nah, dude, like, you, you work away. You scare the life out. Like, he's never going to sleep again during rest period. <laughs> he may never sleep again. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. Just, um, just thinking about sleep again. Like, uh, I know we talked about it already. I remember walking into like the staff lounge, mm. uh, when I had time off one time and I had already pre decided I was going to have a nap. I walked in. And there was maybe like 12 other people napping. Mm. And they were on like yoga mats in the gym. They were on every like couch and lounge. And like there was a few just on the floor. And I just was like, well, nowhere for me. So I just crawled under a desk and just <laughs> slept on the floor. Had an excellent sleep. Mm. That is just the level of deprivation we're running at. You know, on that note, there was a little trend we had at our camp where uh, if you could, like, take a photo of a counsellor sleeping in an unusual place or, like, somewhere they, you know, you wouldn't usually find a person sleeping, um, then we would put that on, like, our Facebook group page. And that was a nice trend. Some people didn't understand it and just, that like, there, there would be a couple of photos uh, where people have taken a photo of someone who's fallen asleep in their bed and it's like... No, that's that's not the point. Like, <laughs> that was obviously that's where planned. you're supposed to sleep. Um, yeah, I totally that forgot nice about trend. that. Yeah, uh, I remember like one photo where there was like three like very bro macho bros in the back seat of a car, mm. and they were all just in like a little pile asleep on each other, and oh, it was the cutest man. little thing. Yeah, you can sleep anywhere at that point. Like when you get really into the summer, like past the halfway point. People are just dropping anywhere. Yeah. One more story I'm thinking of, you know, we, we, we've we heard of some of these characters before. Uh, Chucks and Glenn, uh, we were like all admin staff at the time. And it was maybe 11pm at night or something like that. And Chucks walks out of the cabin with a can of Monster and cracks it. And Glenn is like, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you drinking that at night time? You, you know, it's going to keep you up. You're not going to be able to sleep. And Chuck just goes, you think this can stop me? Downs the can of monster and then just goes back into the room and just goes immediately to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And is like passed out within the space of like two minutes. And I'm like, what? There's almost a scary element to the fact that we're laughing and joking about (laughs) counsellors can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. Mm. And yet we had councillors like operating motorboats with kids being dragged behind them and stuff. Yeah. Well, if you, again... Councillors like belaying kids up on high ropes. You have to stand up to do that. No one's lying down and belaying a kid up a tower. Um, but yeah, you know, something like that. You down a can of Monster or Mountain Dew or something. It's It's not keeping you awake. It's just putting you in a less deep sleep, I reckon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking back on fondly on the sleep deprivation. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. It was a shared sleep deprivation. Like if everyone, everyone was that tired, if it was just me, I think it would have sucked. 
you could just tell me that half the summer was like a hallucination and I probably wouldn't disagree with you. I, I don't really know. <laughs> it was just kind of gone from talking about rest period to talking about just sleep deprivation. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I would say the two are inextricably linked. Yeah. I don't think summer camp would be the same if you were well rested the entire time. Part of the magic is probably just hallucinations from um, yeah. <laughs> dehydration and sleep deprivation. Yeah, just, just shared hysteria. <laughs> well, I think that might be it for rest hour. Obviously, if there's any stories that you have or any anecdotes you want to tell about rest hour or how your rest hour operates, or if you don't have rest hour, or if you have two rest hours, I don't know, you can always email us at this one time at summer camp pod at gmail.com uh, you can also contact us on our Instagram this one time at summer camp pod on Instagram just send us a message tell us you like us yeah look at Nick he's, he's learnt all the handles I'm, I know I'm impressed episode one I was really messing them up every time yeah well, uh, first couple but um, yeah you're nailing it this well progress well um, yeah Nice to talk to you again. Good to see you. Till next time. Ta-ra. Toodaloo. Pip. Mm-hmm.